genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one deliberately undermined rhyme scheme at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. Uh, and today we'll be rounding off the week uh, talking about Minute 135, which starts with Frodo struggling in the web um, more and ends with Frodo and Gollum starting to wrestle outside um Gollum says got away uh and we get the rest of the line on monday mm-hmm. yeah uh when we why'd you laugh when i said wrestle because is that, is that not the technical term because wrestling is a funny word wrestling it's just a funny word <laughs> let's wrestle <laughs> it's just funny it's just a funny phrase legit yeah i don't i don't really think i have a whole lot to talk about in this minute that we haven't already kind of covered with with shelob um we get a look at the bodies hanging behind frodo you know as clear as we ever get a shot of them Mm -hmm. and it's still kind of hard to tell exactly what they are one of them looks decidedly humanoid i um okay i want to talk about Gollum gloating here yeah because i think it's um he uh he assumes victory is it's at Smeagol. hand too soon. Is it's it the Smeagol voice? I guess. Um I think I think they're 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 one at this point. Uh I, I Andy Circus in the commentary uh specifically calls this gloating Smeagol. This okay. so like the anytime it seems uh gleeful, it's, it's Smeagol. Smeagol. So when he says eaten, that's Gollum. That's Gollum, like, asserting himself. Okay. And ruining the rhyme. I know, okay. So he's, like, he sings this little song. I like Gollum's tiny, like, terrible songs about uh, creatures dying. Um, Our only wish, to catch a fish. (laughs) But he says, naughty, naughty fly. Why does he cry? I, (laughs) it's so, um... It's threatening, threatening nursery yeah, rhyme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, most nursery rhymes are threatening or or dark. Yeah, at their core. Three blind mice. Yeah, that one's pretty dark. I never remember the words to that. Uh, it's like three blind mice, three blind mice. Uh, what the the butcher's see, wife cuts off her tails. See how they run. And then there's a lot of words that happen very, very quickly. <laughs> the long and short of three blind mice. Right. <laughs> the butcher's wife chops up the tails with a butcher's knife. You know what I mean, though? I'm always just like... I think it's they got caught by the butcher's wife. She cut off the tails with a butcher's knife. I think that's the part. What's the other... What's the other line, though? Because there's three, three blind mice. No, no. Because there's three in the really fast um, cadence. Also, three blind mice and um, what is it? Um, Hickory oh. Dickory Dock are like the same beat. No, it's different. 
It's they're very close. They're, they're similar. Also about a mouse. That's weird. Also about a mouse. Nursery rhymes. Um, yeah. Naughty naughty fly. Why does he cry? Caught in a web. Soon he'll be eaten. He should be saying dead. dead. Yes. That's what I. It's just. I like it though. I um because it a it pisses me off. <laughs> Right? It does exactly what it's intended yes. to do. Yes, I like it. Gollum knows what he's about. Yeah. So he takes it away. Yeah. He takes it away from Smeagol. He's mm-hmm. like, no. This is mine. But he gloats too soon. Which Gollum always does. And then he gets angry. <laughs> terrified. I, um... I love terrified Smeagol. He's like, <gasps> oh, oh, no. I don't remember how the sword gets to Sam well, from he, this juncture. Well, he walks through here. Oh, correct. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember. Um, because Frodo's like hacking and slashing through the webs. Okay, so we're um, do we assume that the only reason it's able to cut through the webs is because it's um elvish make? No, I think any sword could have cut through them. Okay. He's like, oh, bye, Sting. We don't have a reason to think that any sword couldn't cut through Shelob's webs. Because... But what if she's like a dark, um, dark sorceress? Yeah, but I I think the orcs occasionally come and retrieve stuff from the edges of of Shelob's lair. They probably have to cut through the webbings. Then she gets a buffet. Right? Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Hey, you don't have to outrun the giant spider. You just have to outrun somebody else. (laughs) That's true. Um, so he leaves Sting. And then, um, by some miracle, I want to know what happens to all the webbing that's stuck to him. Because he's, right. like, miraculously clean coming out of the end of it. He, um, like, barrel rolls through this, like, skinny web. Yeah. This very thin web. Which looks like the webbing of a completely different spider. Um, so do you, again, do you think there's little baby spiders chilling? Maybe. It could be. Okay. She love she loves brood. You know what I mean though? Like the web in here is very thick and viscous, and the web that he falls through is very um wiry. Or not wiry, but like um it's much more gossamer. Yeah, it's shiny. Um it's it's thinner, it's it's um gauzy. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um and then yeah. He has nothing stuck to him. Very, very little. I think there are later shots in the next couple of minutes where you see webbing like stuck to his cloak and stuff. Yeah. But it, it's not enough. I understand that they filmed them at different times. Um, this is a completely different set. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. The, yeah. the continuity here kind of breaks a little, which, you know, it's kind of our job to point out. So whatever. Yeah. I don't feel bad about it. And um, the very beginning of this fight with Frodo, uh, Andy Circus is there on set, painted over. Oh, okay, so it's not. Um, they did this. They did they this wrestling. Yeah, and they painted over Andy Circus, like they did at the beginning of Two Towers with the with right. the fight, with that really sweet uh, shot of the blanket spiraling around. Yeah, I um, I that don't... one shot sells the real the, the Gollum being real of, yeah. for the whole rest of the trilogy. I, I, um, I like the, I both like this shot and hate this shot of, um, Shelob kind of creeping up behind him. Um, just like she, the shadow has like too many legs. Does it? 
If you watch the shadow, shadow. No, there's a shadow before she comes around the corner. Oh. And there's all these little moving bits, like the the pedipalps and her legs. And it almost looks for just a second like she has too many. And it's kind of eerie. Well, I think I think that's um that's like, you know, Peter Jackson's. Yeah. Oh, there's also a bat caught in the web. No, I didn't even notice that. R.I.P. bat. That must be a big freaking bat. Uh, yeah. To be like of good scale, to be next to a halfling. Yeah. Next to Frodo. It's not even, but it's not even next to Frodo. It's like, um. It's further away. It's further away. So that bat must be as big as Frodo. It's huge. Yeah. It's a big bat. Very, um, very Halloween. Oh yeah. No, I see what you mean. I don't think she has it. It's it's, it's a trick with like the way she's moving and yeah, all the webbing yeah. distracting the I shadow. I do not like it. It almost looks like she has too many legs for a second. Um, it's effective and scary and spooky. I don't like it. Um, because I am scared, but I like it from a like a this is visually arresting and interesting standpoint. Right, I can't. I can't look away. <laughs> yeah, if I look away, it'll get me. Oh God, no. What is your most, like, unfounded, like, visceral fear? Silence. Silence? I knew that. Yeah, Yeah. I knew that. Silence. I hate silence. Mine is hands grabbing me from under the bed. That's fair. It's very spooky. Uh Uh-huh. This this is, like, top five, though. Big spider. Also, like, a fear of reaching into, like, tight places. Oh, like the, the garbage disposal? Or just in general, like anytime I got to put my hand somewhere where I can't really see where it's going, that there's, there's an inherent spookiness. Mm. Just, I I like to be able to see what I'm doing. You know, that one episode of Supernatural, it's like early days Supernatural where, um... where it was good. (laughs) Don't, don't kick a horse line down. They're almost done. Just let them retire in peace. Um... (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there are good episodes after season five. I love the irony of the fact that Supernatural is finally going to end and it's just stuck in limbo because of COVID. Right. <laughs> like, they haven't filmed the last, I think it's like the last episode they just haven't filmed yet. <laughs> That's so funny. It's Croatan um, all over again. <laughs> but, um, oh no, it's, I think it's Dean where he's reaching into the, um, the sink drain to get some ghost or demon or beastie or whatever and literally every time someone sticks their hand into a garbage uh oh, disposal yeah. you're just primed to see him come back without a hand yeah no it's horrifying that is like as far as um like horror tropes like yeah. visual horror tropes i'm right. not about that life yeah, that's like very much is that the one with the haunted house with like the symbol doll i could not tell you i just from this is like burned into my memory because it's like, so horrible. Is that the same like I'm trying to think if that's the same episode where like the woman two. that moved into their their childhood home? Oh, yeah. With yeah, like um Yeah, I think it is. With the, she has like a baby or yeah, something. Yeah, with like the with like the the psychic woman that like is knew that their Amy dad. Acker? My I think it is. <laughs> you know what? I th- I think it is Amy Acker. That's Fred, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. I I think it is. Yeah. We might be compa- we might be um, we might be combining like episodes because three it's different episodes <laughs> forever. Um, because I don't remember if she's in the same episode as like the the uh like psychic woman that knew their dad and is like the first episode you see their dad in. Oh no, I don't. 
Because uh, I think that episode is about like a haunted house. I don't remember, dude. It's been so long. I don't. But remember. I just remember seeing um, was it uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Like at the end of that episode and being like, what? Because <laughs> I remember thinking it was so early, like see their dad. Dude, season two is where it's at. Stuff gets crazy. Season two of Supernatural is so good. Should we watch Supernatural Super- and then just and stop the, again? At, that's at the, end the season, of season where where their dad comes back, right? Season two. Yeah. Yeah. Like dude. season two ends with him tackling. Yes. Tackling, yes. The yellow eyed demon. Yes. Uh, Azazel is that his name? I don't remember. I think it's Azazel. So good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like hell yeah. <laughs> you, you 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 go, Daddy Winchester. <laughs> dude, I love Papa Winchester. He's the best. That was the best part of watching Watchmen for that podcast we were on. It's like, oh, it, it's it's Papa Winchester. Yeah. It's like, what wow. is even his? It's John. Is that his first name in the in the show? Yeah. John Winchester. Yes. Yeah. John, Sam, Dean. We are um... very manly names. <laughs> they just opened a, a baby name dictionary, and right. we're just pointing at very standard monosyllabic boy names. Just <laughs> John, Sam, Dean, done. oh man but yeah i don't know creepy bugs being stuck in webs sticking hands in garbage disposal like like the the sticking your hand in the garbage disposal thing things grabbing me from one of the bed i'm i'm a scaredy cat well that's like the 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 mundane the mundane horrors of urban life is like the garbage disposal thing it's just this this worry that terrible things can just happen at any time yeah i guess and uh, there's a movie that I remember watching uh, in college because I took uh, we, we t- I took a class. Me and my sister actually both took this class, uh, Japanese popular culture, because it was a freshman seminar. It was one of the choices that That's we could cool. take. Um, we watched a bunch of movies, most of which were horror movies, like almost all of which were horror Dude, movies. Dude, Japanese horror movies are on like a, like another level that one of I them, can't even like wrap my brain around. I don't want to um, I don't want to go even near most of those one of them is called um i think the original japanese title is suicide club but when it gets translated to english it's usually translated suicide circle i might have that backwards it's not to be confused with suicide squad right (laughs) um but there's all these scenes during like the climax of that of just people doing things that are just like mundane things like taken to an extreme that become horrible like a woman is chopping vegetables no 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 just keeps going no 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 time out time out time out stuff like that so i no 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 whenever i think of those kinds of like household horrors i always think of that movie and it's really good like it is a it is a excellent horror movie there's also randomly a musical number by like a japanese guy who wishes he was david bowie in the middle of the movie legit uh like i'm not even kidding like it, it feels amazing. it feels 100 like it's a parody of david bowie in the middle <laughs> of this horror movie with like a full four minute song with like people tied up in bags in a bowling alley it's weird oh my god and i think his name is genesis uh hmm. it's, it's a weird movie but like whenever i think of like those mundane horrors i always think of that movie because it's virtually all the language of horror in that movie is all mundane stuff like that yeah no. It's like what all of it's about. And then like the like the the driving force behind all of it has to do with 
Um, Spoilers like, for this movie, I guess. Well, it's it's the the theme of the movie is like skewering, uh, like conformity in Japanese culture and stuff. It, it like the the plot of the movie like resolves itself in a way that it's basically telling people to be nonconformist and mm. like not just submit to society's ideals. That makes especially sense, especially through the use of idol music. Huh. It's really weird. Well, if it's talking about like J-pop, it makes sense that there's like a four-minute musical number in the middle of this movie. Yeah, and then there's like a like an idol girl band that's like important to the plot. <laughs> See, all of those separate things make it sound like something I would be maybe interested in watching. But you talk about no, I don't. No. I uh, I can't do gore. Mm -mm. Nope. And then the original, um, like we watched the original Japanese uh, Pulse in that class too which is way creepier than the terrible jump scare filled american one i don't even know what that is uh a pulse is a movie about like people seeing the ghosts of their dead friends and like videotapes and stuff oh nope um, not about that either <laughs> see i i i i've i've seen maybe like 10 horror movies in my entire life oh yeah and the the original like the original japanese movie that the grudge is based on is also absolutely horrifying yeah and the ring those ones i've seen those yeah i think i think i've maybe seen i've seen less definitely less than 20 yeah maybe <laughs> a little more than 10 maybe a little more than 10 it depends on what you classify as a horror movie but well, like western horror is way more about um has become way more about jump scares uh and like monsters in general so like the language of horror in like american horror movies has a lot to do with very quick builds of tension whereas like in in japanese horror movies it's long builds like the first 40 minutes of a movie might not have an, a scare at all mm. but it's just always on the edge of the movie right but then you're like primed to be paranoid about it yeah see that's stressful i can't handle that <laughs> i can barely handle like a suspense thriller dude <laughs> like... also there's like different levels of violence because culturally there's just kind of different views on what's acceptable to show and what's not acceptable to show based on how it's presented yeah so like there's in some stuff there's a lot more gore in movies that you might not expect them to be in and like japanese stuff mm. yeah no i'm not about i'm not about horror movies i've said that multiple times on this podcast i yeah. stand by it but like the thing that's like the thing about shelob is that um i guess cycling back to this minute yeah i've I always mean, Peter like jackson makes like um What's it? Makes the, this, like, um, what was the term? Slasher? No, not slasher movies. Um, I don't remember the term, but it's like, like absurd to the point splatter of splatter movies. Splatter, yeah. Yeah, he makes splatter movies, which is like a subgenre of um, monster movies, and yeah, horror movies. Well, he he's got like he's got good horror movie sensibilities as far as the framing of things. I think it's. It's evident with Sheila because I really yeah. like the way the tension is built to her reveal yeah. with all those shots where you're not sure how you're seeing what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. And then you finally see the spider like curled up in the hole and the legs move out. Yeah. Because I don't know if you've ever like were digging around in the yard as a kid and found a spider in a hole in the ground. Oh God, no, it's the worst day. Because that's what it's like. They're just like curled up all their legs in front of them defending themselves. And it's just like, oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, little spider. I'm going to back away slowly now. <laughs> then they start to move and it's creepy. God, I hate those wolf spiders. Oh, that are the big, the big, the big ones that are all yeah, split out. They don't make webs. They just hunt. 
Yeah. So it's a wolf spider. Oh, no. We got those all the time in Girl Scout camp, like up in the cabins. And when I was working as a counselor, I had to- It's your to... job to kill them. No, it's my job to relocate them outside. Mm. And, and you know, like teach the, the girls that like, you know, spiders are an important part of the ecosystem and we like, you're bigger than them and you shouldn't be afraid of them. So like- <laughs> but you're just shaking in your boots. Yeah, yeah. The entire time, I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna trap this spider. I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna have like a brave face for the girls. And then when I'm by myself, I'm like, <laughs> now I'm gonna go cry. I like shake for like two minutes. Like, no, 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 no. I hope there's not another one. Yeah. Right, like catching a spider with like a solo cup and an index card. Oh my god, no. It's the just worst. Like, huh. Yep. And then you gotta, we gotta pick respect it up. Nature, it's more afraid of you than you are of it. See, I still remember that. That's not true. I'm way more afraid of it right? than it's afraid of me. I'm so scared. It could get in my in my socks or something. While I sleeping. do not want to be bitten by a spider because every time I get bitten by a spider, wherever I get bit, swells right the hell up like a grapefruit. Well, that's scary. So. We'll ne- we're never moving to Australia then. I'll tell you what. Anytime I know I've ever been bitten by a spider, I swell right up. My body's just like, nope, I don't like that. We can't handle it. Not about it. (sighs) Yeah, dude. Whatever Frodo uses to get magically clean from all these webs. Because he has, his back is covered in webs. Maybe that's just another, another power of Galadriel's vial. Whatever. Press the digitation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I think all elves can cast prestidigitation at will. That's why they're so clean and sparkly. Just clean, clean, clean. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Head cannon accepted. Boom. But anyway, I I think. And one of the best parts about prestidigitation would just be like, ah, cleaning my teeth takes six seconds. <laughs> Minty fresh. <laughs> just warm towels whenever. Yeah, cold drinks. Man magic am i right <laughs> right uh, precedentation would be the most useful thing in the world <laughs> sparkles um anyway so that salt that salt meme dude i would arrive at every room with just sparkles your eyeshadow would always be perfect i would make my entrance just sparkly every day yeah well you could always have perfect winged eyeliner and perfect eyeshadow wait you you can use that for it's you? a minor illusion oh Whew. well no i'd rather i don't know i'd rather sweat for it <laughs> i can just always i bled for this eyeliner <laughs> i scratched my cornea to get it this oh trip. god no you ever had an eyebrow like an eyeliner pencil like poke your eye accidentally yes it hurts because <laughs> i did drama in high school it's okay dudes can wear makeup you don't have to justify it <laughs> well no because like it happened the first time someone else applied eyeliner oh. to me and i was like i'm gonna do this myself yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> give me like that. my freshman year someone poked me in the eye with an eyeliner pencil and i was like give me that i'm gonna learn to do this i would argue that liquid is worse because it's liquid and it just gets in your eye and you're like blinking for like five minutes <laughs> but anyway uh <laughs> we're from the website duelinggenre.com i hope you enjoyed this episode it's you know it's friday whatever it's friday it's chill um so if you have any more like i don't know movies by minutes related podcast 
cravings. You can uh, check out those on duelinggenre.com or check out the broader Movies by Minutes community at moviesbyminutes.com. Yeah, just jump right into the deep end of the pool. Um, just to remind everyone, for the entire month of June, um, Dueling Genre is donating all of our Patreon funds. Um, everything we get from Patreon, from our like wonderful listeners, from you guys, are going to Black Lives Matter activist um, organizations. Um, and I'm really proud to be a part of this podcast network. And I'm proud to um, be a small part of like donating to make a bigger change in the world. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting us. Thank you guys for making this world a better place. Have a happy and safe weekend, and we'll be back on Monday to talk more about this horrible spider that I want to get away from right now. Uh, also, happy Pride Month. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Thanks, Norman. Speaking of rainbows. Right? Oh, God. That I would be at my peak. Like, <laughs> sparkles. It's it's better than glitter because it doesn't get everywhere. <laughs> right? And even if glitter gets anywhere, just clean just it up. Just clean it up. Magic. Anyway, have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.